The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Hey guys, welcome back to Cowboys Break. Today, our cast looks a little different. We got <laughs> Isaiah Stanback and the one and only Darren Woodson. And of course, Nick Eatman here. But... How are you guys doing good. today? We're good. Doing great. We got a little bit of change here coming back from Boston. I think every flight from that area has been uh, delayed or canceled or whatever. So uh, Dave couldn't make it. Derek has some other things to attend. So we, you know, this is a week we're going to shake it up. Anyways, yeah. we just got a little head start to it. it we'll works. miss them on the show and maybe. I just mean, that's. A I just bit, tweeted right. out. I was like, hey, you know, everybody wants continuity. You want your group, but if you can't get the regular guys in. <laughs> Let's get a couple of ballers in here. We'll be subs. That's good. That Why works. are you looking at me like I'm that? I'm just works. looking at you, man. You know? So I, I'm just figuring out where I fall in line here. Couldn't your boys who weren't here, so you were just like, grab so, anybody yeah. off the street. So I'm the dude off the street, Listen, basically. this is where you fall in line. Uh, we have an option to pick any photo in the history of the Dallas Cowboys to put on uh, our wall. And what yeah. do we pick? I don't want to hear One, that. Darren Woodson. I don't want to hear all that. I stare, Isaiah, I stare good at you the whole time. Good That's where you, you, right, you stand. Yeah, okay. Golly. Anywho. You realize he has kind of like a man crush on you. I don't know. We're off and on now. We're off and on. Sometimes I feel that way, and then other times he. There's no denial he over kicks here. Me out. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, we have a lot to talk about today. Yeah. So, since there are many, many different aspects of the crazy game that we watched last mm. night, Cowboys win overtime. We everyone saw that final score, 35-29. Let's just start off with your takeaway of the game, just in general, Isaiah. Go ahead. Um, what was your main takeaway of this game? Uh, my main takeaway is the fact that we we have we know what the character of this team is. Uh, I think the, all the forms of adversity that they faced yesterday, and the forms of injury, and the forms of um, you know turnovers, um, you know uh, the referees, uh, <laughs> everything that they had to overcome yesterday. I think you really have a great understanding of who these guys are uh, when they're battle tested. We've had other games this year that we've had to go down to the wire, but this this one right here, I think you have a as a coach and as a fan and as an analyst, I think you have you pretty. You feel pretty good about who you have in that locker room right now. Uh, I, I would say, look, they don't win this game last year. They don't. They, they weren't built to win these type of games last year. This 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 year round and just watching this year's game, they have some dogs on this mm-hmm. team. I mean, really do. I didn't hear C.D. Lamb's name in the first half. Second half, he just turns it up to he takes it to the next yeah. level. Dak has so many weapons at his disposal. And we're seeing the, the maturation process of not only Dak, but the young guys that are on this football team, the Pollard's coming up, stepping up, making big plays when he has to. Wilson. C.D. Lamb, Wilson. There's just so many guys that you have to cover. And as a defensive player, as I'm watching this offense, I'm thinking, okay, well, if I take – if you're Belichick, I'm taking Amari Cooper away maybe the first yeah. half. Yeah, he didn't do much. But here comes – CD and then here comes Pollard. There's just so and then Wilson. It's just so many guys Schultz. that you have to de- Schultz. You yeah. have so many guys you have to deal with with this offense. I just you're and, and this offense is only gonna get better. Get Lyle back. 
And they got some guys who the offensive linemen who who played while while you know through through the injuries and all that. So there's a guy named Gallup depth. too. There's yeah, a guy named Gallup. Guy named Gallup. Yeah, we haven't talked about. Yeah. He's been on the been on the field, but they just have so many weapons offensively that it's going to be hard to stop them yeah. if they can play within themselves. Yeah, I mean, I they said it best. I mean, I feel like when you play poorly. You know, and still find a way to win. I mean, that's a sign of a, of a good team, and yeah. and you know, it doesn't always happen that way. I mean, that team had no business playing with the Cowboys, and that quarterback, he, he's, I, I mean, he's going to be good down the road, and yeah. I think I think he's in a good spot for it. But but I, you know, that day, Cowboys should have probably won it by 17, 21 points. Yeah, but they didn't. But they still, like you said, I don't think they win last year. A couple years ago, they don't. They they just didn't feel like a vibe that they were going to win. But they they figured it out, and you know. And you talk about a lot of depth. They've got all these guys. There's one spot that we we don't really know if they've got any depth, and I hope we may yeah, have to find out. Yeah. You know, with at quarterback, we don't really know where things stand as as we're taping this show from the MRI. But I know there's a lot of there's a lot of breath being held over that side of the right. building, right? <laughs> you know, for Dax Caffin. Well, he was acting like he wasn't. Anything. I mean, of course, it's Dak. He's gonna walk out there and be like acting all good and everything. Yeah. But I mean, they don't boot up any any calf. They'll just say, "I've always put a boot on you." I mean, they want to take the stress off it. I mean, that's just precaution until they until they have a, a greater analysis of what's going on. But you know, like the like I mentioned earlier, you know, Gallup's out with a calf, right? Yeah. When's the last time we saw Gallup? Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Oh, you don't have yeah. to tell me yeah. about that. So, yeah. <laughs> so. that, 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 that gets that makes it scary. Yeah, that, that makes it scary because you're not sure what the what, you know what the uncertainty. There could be there's about three or four different grades to yeah. this. Yes. And well, you have a bye week, so that helps. Oh, yeah, but, <laughs> but we'll see. But you know, going back to the game, you know, you said it right, Nick. They, they made so many mistakes in this game. I mean, they made a ton of mistakes, you know, and I, we can. I mean, they made so many mistakes. I can't remember all. Yeah, we don't of have them. that much time, no, but. <laughs> but they still found a way to win this game. And that's what good teams do. Mm-hmm. You know, I was watching a little bit of the Kansas City game earlier in, in, in that day against the, against the Washington, Washington football team. Mm-hmm. And Kansas City made a ton of mistakes. You know, uh, I, I can't tell you. I mean, the interceptions, fumbles here and there. But they found a way, and then they put up 21 points just like that. And that's what you're seeing in this football team. Mm-hmm. A lot of mistakes where, it, you know, my concern would be when you're playing a really good football team, you can't make those mistakes. You can't fumble the ball at the one yard line. You can't. You can't have fourth and one uh, a number of times and not make it. Hundred fifty I mean, yards and penalties. You, you, you got to get those fourth and ones. I got a point to that. It's going to be. It's not so much game related about when you're playing those good teams, but I, before you're, you know, I know you have to leave a little bit early before the show ends. I want to talk about that facing good teams. Maybe not right this second because we're still talking about the game. Right. But it's interesting when you look at it about playing good teams and who who they're going to play mm-hmm. the rest of the year. But um, you know. Going back to you know Dak, I think I, what what I've said over and over, and I'll say it to you guys because you guys both played and you've been around a lot of teams. I think the difference of this team is the fact that they are the most unselfish team I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. They just do not care. Now we'll see what happens when you lose a game, and we'll see if everyone says is on the same page. Mm-hmm. But I think they will be. Yeah. And I think the unselfishness is amazing as far as Dak doesn't care who gets there. You know, Cooper's not complaining about his catches. Just get the win. And it'll all shake out at the end. Yeah, yeah. It's culture. 
you know, I, I talked about culture so much, and you know, I think Dan Quinn had a big part part in this. Obviously, Coach McCarthy and the guys that he's that he's brought onto this, not only the staff but into this locker room. Um, you know, culture is absolutely everything. I know you you can speak yeah. to that as well. Um, I've, I've been in, in locker rooms, good and bad, good right? and bad. You mm-hmm. know, and you know, sometimes we went we had amazing teams, and we went and got your butt knocked out the first round of the playoffs, and then I've been on other teams that obviously went all the way through. And you know, the the culture inside that locker room. Is the difference between making the playoffs and actually getting walking away with a ring? I think again, I, I start off on the show when we were talking earlier about the dogs, the amount of guys that they have that truly believe in self. Like they have guys, of it's course. Some names here, like Randy Gregory is a yeah, dude, man. Make a decision. He's talking man. trash all game. I do not mind that <laughs> as long as you come and play. Like that. That was. Those are some of the things that were missing. I mean, a lot of guys were just. It was fake talking trash. Now yeah. these guys. I mean, individually, you're starting to see this mentality of I'm the dude, and I am the dude, and truly believing that they are the dudes. I mean, number eleven is a dude. Oh, yeah. He's going to. He didn't play that well yesterday, but he's a dude. Now he's going to make and, some things happen. Mm-hmm. Happens. And, number seven is another one. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they just have a, and it's not just like I'm going to make a play here. No, I'm going to make a change that's going to be a game changing play. Mm-hmm. That's gonna win. That that's gonna help us win the game. It's almost and like they got a tally board. They do, in, man, in the locker room, right? Like who can make the next big play? <laughs> yeah. I got another one for you. Twenty-seven, Jaron. Oh yeah, Curse. played well, I man. Mean, that guy yeah. has been playing yeah. extremely well, and he's another one. I mean, him and you know, he, there was. I think everybody was fine. There was heat of the moment. It happens, but even on the sideline, in the middle of the game. There were some guys going back and forth and upset about on defense playing, mm-hmm. and you know, um, and Parsons was in there, and Curse was in there, and Casey was in there. I mean, those guys were were you know, and Casey's another guy. He's a, he's a smaller guy, yeah, but he's not afraid to mix it up in there. Now, he he had a questionable play there at the end. That uh, almost, hey, it almost happens. Got. It happens. It didn't happen with you. No, it ha- trust me, dog. It's ha- it happens. <laughs> just, it just does happen. In there and, and yeah, man, that wasn't that wasn't just him. That wasn't just him. No, I know exactly. That wasn't just him. And hey, Trayvon took it. He said it's on me. Yep. It's on me, hundred percent. He goes, I didn't go for the ball. Well, it's the same. Like, it's the same play he made last week, right? But yeah. last week it was a pick because well, it was because because well, because Glennon threw a bad ball last week, yeah, right? And yeah. he got a pick, right? This time took the same angle, took a better ball, took a bad angle. This seemed like he kind of stopped though. Yeah, no, he t- he tried to undercut that ball. He tried to undercut it. He tried to undercut it, and, and it cost him money. And, and look, look, the free safety should have made that play, mm-hmm. hands down, because he's seeing, and it wasn't like the quarterback was looking off the free safety. That play should have been made by the in, But that also lets you know where they're at in their relationship, too. They're still yeah. figuring each other out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as good as these guys are playing, they're still figuring each other out because they know Woody back there, and he knows he has a dog up there at corner. He's going to say, I'm going to stay back because I know he's going to be aggressive. Right? I'm, right. I'm, I'm going to let him go out there and take a shot at the play. And if worst-case scenario happens and he doesn't get the ball, I'm going to be there to clean it up. But let me say this to you. Situational football, it's the end of the game, right? Yeah. And I, I get it. Like Can't take that, yeah. you live and die by the big play, and 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 that's what Diggs has been doing. Like he he's he, he's feast or famine at times. And yeah. yesterday it was just that. We just saw that at the end of the game. Situational football, end of the game, you don't go for that double move. He runs it out. Hey, let him go, have go take it. it. <laughs> let him have that out. But you do not get beat on a double move at the end of the game. Well. Do you think uh, the fact that you, you're getting a lot of interceptions and now your, your confidence has got to be through the roof, do you think that you feel like he can just get every ball? Like like he's jumping and getting, you know. And you know what I'm telling him? If I'm the coach, you know what I'm telling him? Go get it. Now, I'm not telling everybody that, but that dude is different. But you just it, said don't, don't. No, no, don't do that. Like situation football. Okay, just understand. Okay, like he should. It, 
just as a football player, no, look, man, we're up. Yeah. Uh, I can't give up a doubt. I just got an interception. Yeah. The out's not going to kill me. I, I, yeah, the out is not going to beat me, right? Let's give up the out. That's fine. But don't get beat at, 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 in that point of the game. But there's going to be other parts, parts of that game, uh, first, second, third quarter, man, where you tell your dogs to go hunt. Mm-hmm. Go make those plays because you got certain guys that can do that. You, Randy Gregor can probably can do some things freelancing. Uh, Diggs can probably freelance a little bit. Number 11 can probably freelance a little bit, but I'm not telling everybody to do so. I know who I got. I remember a guy, Deion Sanders, he just said, hey, man, mm-hmm. go do you, bro. We'll see you after the game. <laughs> like, just go do you, and we'll deal with it after the And I, that's what you're starting to have on this football team. Mm-hmm. You're, you're getting guys that just aren't just consistent football players. You're getting dynamic players that are, that are able to make plays for you. Well, speaking of dynamic, I mean, earlier on you mentioned the 4 and one and that's something, you know, play calling and the decision-making of this coach and some of the things that sometimes it works into their advantage, but then some mm-hmm. other times mm-hmm. it just, you know, and it's going to get criticized one way or another. It's going to get criticized. So I want to get your opinion about the play calling and how aggressive Mike McCarthy has been so far right. with this game. Something that we were asking for mm-hmm. years yeah. with Jason Garrett, and now we're getting it, and then at the same time, you just can't please everyone. That's right. I wasn't a fan of the first quarter. <laughs> that that play call backed up on your side of the field against Belichick, against a game, against a team that you know that you need to get up on um, because if he has a game close, he's just going to out-physical you. Yeah. Um, you know, I know I know that for Belichick, those guys went 13 personnel for their whole first drive and scored. Yeah. Like it was nothing. Three tight ends. Who does that? Mm-hmm. Right? So knowing that you're facing a team like that, I'm not a fan of Kellen Moore, and obviously we didn't we didn't convert on it right um, in, the, in that first quarter. So I'm not a fan of putting us in that situation right off the back in that kind of environment. Um, but you know, later on in terms of the fourth and one, third down was a touchdown, but it wasn't a touchdown. So now you go to yeah. fourth and one, you understand from the fans' perspective, people might be asking, well, why did he jump over the pile? Coach just called a sneak, right? Yeah. Dak decided to jump over the pile, right? So that's that's a decision that's made by him. He just has to figure out how to hold on to the ball or go another way. Yeah, I mean, the third down, and everybody on Twitter was like, you're crazy. You're crazy. It's a touchdown. I'm like, I I get it, but, like, where? I mean, I yes, his body seems to be across, and I don't think he's holding the ball in his crotch. Okay, I don't. I I don't think he's got it down there. I think he's got it up here, so that seems like a touchdown. (laughs) Well, I don't think he does. I mean, but I don't know. He might. He he might have it there, but, I mean, I'm I'm assuming – if his ass is here, yeah. his body's here, the yeah. ball's got to be down here. Yeah. We didn't see it. There's, so. there's no way you're going to get There's no camera angle that would have that seen that. The only thing that you have is some kind of way that they, the IT department puts a tracker in the ball. And yeah. If only yeah. the NFL had enough money to put oh, chips on no, these balls. <laughs> yeah. Then you, you got to start oh worried about cheating, so they ain't going to do that. <laughs> Look, Speaking I, of the Patriots, um, oh, wow. <laughs> we'll leave that to you. Well, I mean, it was funny before the game. It was a beautiful day out there. Yeah, which is, you don't always say that in New yeah. England. It was a beautiful day, and then you look around, and then like right before kickoff, here's a couple of dark clouds coming mm. in. I'm like, did Belichick order this up? Like, what, what's going on? Here? Dial you know? it up. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, look, man. I, I think you know, there, there's been some times where I've had, uh, I've questioned the play, not not only not so much the play calling, but the managing of time of the play clock. And I, mm-hmm. I've, I've, you know, I've had some issues with McCarthy in that that instance. 
I didn't have a problem with him going on forward on fourth and one. Not earlier in the game yeah. or later. I just like there's a true belief. I think there's a belief in the system now, and I think he be- firmly believes in the players. Yeah, it's easy for me to second guess it. And after after it happened, I was yeah. like, "What the hell? Yeah. I can't believe it." You know what I mean? I was yeah. upset yeah. about it afterwards as being an armchair quarterback. But at the same time, I was like, "Look, man." This, you know, we've asked for this. You just said it earlier. Mm-hmm. We've been asking for this, yeah. for an aggressive play caller, or an aggressive coach to go after it when it's fourth and inches or fourth and one or whatnot, even backed up. We've been asking for this, and now we got it. And now that we got it, they've still got your naysayers out there who are playing, yeah. you know, like, oh, we shouldn't have did, we can't do this and do that. But look, man, this is how they're built. I am. Mm-hmm. It's just, this, what you see now is what you're going to get the rest of this yeah. season. And and you know the the thing about it is is that I, I feel what I like about it is is it doesn't feel like they make these decisions on fourth down. I've said right. this a million times. I don't play pool very well, but mm-hmm. if I did, you know, the greatest pool players are the ones that play two, three shots ahead. That's you right. got you got to know what this is going to do. And so on second down, second and eight, I'm like, am I going for it if it's fourth and one or two? Yeah, yeah probably. So that you call that way on second, you call that way on third down, yeah. third and goal from the four. I'm like, if I know I'm going for it, I maybe I'll run a draw. Right. Maybe I score. Maybe I get to the one. But then I'm going for it. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like they do that more. They kind of have it in their head of how they want to do it. And I, and then hey, Kellen, you got four downs here. That's right. That's right. But then even like on third and it's, it's third and short, they're running up to the line of scrimmage real quick, try yeah. to get this, you know just to see what they have. And does then, that ever four, work? That like rush, rush, rush. I don't ever feel like that works. You know what it does? Um, that was a hard count. What does it do? I, it does put the defense on its heels a little bit to start to think. Okay, I can't bring people in, a different personnel in. Okay. So now it's third and two. I usually get my big boys in. Now I can't do that because they're rushing. They're up to the line really quick. So now I got to be set. Now I'm showing you what I'm what I'm in. Yeah. yeah. Now Dak gets a good picture of it. Looks at the sideline. They figure it out if they want to. You know whatever they want to do. But I don't have a problem with them. Even on fourth down, you just sort of know if it's fourth and one. <laughs> they might just run up to the, you know, get up there and snap it or try to hard count. It yeah. keeps you on your toes all the time as a defense. Now, let's go ahead and take an early break. When we come back, we're going to talk not necessarily penalties <laughs> by these refs specifically, <laughs> but just penalties overall, especially in the O line of this Dallas Cowboys mm. offense. Before there was a draft, you could size up a Cowboy by three simple factors the crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting Cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com Cowboys. The Cowboys way where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020 Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks 
free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to the break. Join the official fan club of the Dallas Cowboys presented by Globe Life or upgrade your membership between October 21st through the 24th. Get 30% off the pro shop purchases. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United. Welcome back to the break today. We got Isaiah Stan back here with us and Derek Woodson. Hold on. What's up? Derek's usually here because it says episode It's episode 43. It's a big deal. Fans care about this. Episode 43 and we do a former Cowboy player. Hold I'm on. I'm sorry. We have... Special guests here today. We don't have time for but that. But if one of the players actually that I picked You're played for... Him. Okay, okay, 43. A couple of Ring of Honors, Cliff Harris and John Perkins. But I'm going to go with Izel Reese. Izel Reese is Re- my 43. Uh, <laughs> since the ball was up there, but I'm going with Izel Reese. He's my number oh, wow. 43. Sorry to slow down the show. I know. Because... I'm, sure, I'm sure there are some fans that enjoy There, that, there are fans sure. all the time like, what happened to 40? What happened? Did you do Bill Bates or McCray? Which one? I was like, both. We did both. So oh, I see an Elvis Patterson. Elvis Patterson, 43. Oh, yeah. No doubt, 43. Um. But uh, when we did Ghost. we did twenty eight, it was like it was like I mean, is there anybody else? I was like, yeah, Felix Jones. Yeah, Felix Jones. He's you a okay bad with boy. Billy Cooker yeah. wearing twenty eight? Man, I have a problem with it, man. And, no, uh, honestly, sorry, I'll ask you off the air. Honestly, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry to put you on the air like that. Yeah, you're gonna say that. No, but it was surprising. No, serious, it was surprising to me because they don't usually put safeties in in twenty eight. I mean, they might running backs and stuff like that. But I mean, I hadn't seen a lot of safeties. Yeah, that was the only one that was available. Was either that or forty five, and forty five was ugly. Mm. Forty five is my first, first you wore game 45. preseason. Yes, first preseason game I had worn. I was wearing forty five. I was like, this ain't happening. Yeah. Were you eighty six the whole time? Here, yeah, here, and then you went. I tell you what, when you when you <laughs> signed with the Patriots, Bill mm-hmm. Belichick signed you as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Everybody here was like, "Oh crap! What did we just waste <laughs> a quarterback?" Because Belichick just did got him as a quarterback. What were we doing the whole time? So yeah, crazy <laughs> times. <laughs> Crazy times. Can't believe they beat them yesterday. Honestly, I mean, and, and that's who they beat. Yeah, they didn't yeah. beat any of those players. Those players are decent guys. He doesn't have a lot of squad. They beat him, yep. and I mean that that's impressive. They've never done it before. Well, let's talk about some mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> there were yeah. several yesterday, yeah. but putting aside the whole refs situation, putting aside those, Cowboys still made some mistakes on their mm. own. So that was on them. Now, if we're looking to clean up things. And to me, my main concern right now is that O-line that could mm-hmm. be the one really mm-hmm. affecting this offense in general. What Should the Cowboys or fans be worried about this concern, specifically some of those mistakes that they're making? 
veteran guys making mistakes that they shouldn't be making. I don't think it's. A, I don't, I mean, when you say shouldn't be making, I mean those those guys are pro- professionals as well, right? And those guys are big and strong. We knew that going into the game. Their D line, their front mm-hmm. seven. I mean, they're always going to be big and physical in New England. That's what they're built off of. Mm-hmm. So they had their hands full. Uh, those guys are going to be relentless. So our offensive line just got out of position. Sometimes you know you see Biades get get you know kind of kind of thrown around. Mm-hmm. These guys are these guys are stronger than him. Yeah. I mean that's just being mm-hmm. out physical. They're they're go- you're going to face guys like that when you face Aaron Donald. Guess what? He's going to be quicker than you, right? Mm-hmm. It's just it's just certain guys like that. So you have to be able to scheme either scheme those things up or dig your heels in the ground and figure out a way to put yourself in position to hold them off long enough to not put yourself in a bad position. But you know we saw a number of times there there was just there was blatant holding. Oh my goodness, yeah, there Jesus. was Connor Williams basically. Oh. Grab the dude back, by his, <laughs> his back, but you know, look, it's it, again. You just said it, man. It, like when you get beat, sometimes you got to do whatever, whatever it takes. There were a couple calls though on, on Tyron that I just couldn't understand. Like yeah. really, like it, they weren't that obvious of calls. I mean, it's, some of these calls happen all the time. Well, these defensive mm-hmm. ends are just learning to put their head, head back, back and yeah. make it look like, oh, yeah. he must be getting choke slammed yeah. here if so his head's back like, like that. Choke yeah. Slammed. Yeah. But you can't, Learning but, from it, soccer? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. But uh, flopping. Yeah. But you but you can't, honestly, when you look at you know what they look like up front, there were times in this game where they were getting beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just did whatever it took to keep them off of Dak. Yep. But again, at some point they're going to start playing better teams, and the season as the season prolongs, and then they get in the playoffs, they got to play better. We got to find a way to eliminate the flags yeah. because it's it's obviously hurting this football team. Yeah, I mean, and it was one of those games where you got to kind of every game has a life of its own, you know. And and I felt like this was one where you have to adjust to it. I mean, mm-hmm. Connor Williams got to adjust. I mean. Three weeks ago, this may not have been a holding penalty. Maybe they don't call that. But right. They're calling it here, mm-hmm. and they, and they let them know early they were calling it. I mean, I was yeah. like, the Cowboys are up seven to nothing here, and it's not on the scoreboard. It's the dang penalties. It was yeah. seven to nothing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. turn it around and figure it out. You know, I, I was surprised that this two and three Patriots team that can't beat anybody. You know that was worth or crap at all, but they're so disciplined and they haven't committed a penalty. It's like certainly it's going to even out here at some point, yeah. and it did. It even it out. Did. It took a touchdown. I mean, there, yeah, exactly. There was a play uh, earlier on in that game where I think someone got face masked. Uh, one of the Cowboys, Anthony Brown, Anthony yeah. Brown yeah. <laughs> grabbed the face mask and they didn't call right that. on their so, bench. They called yes. a PI on Jackson. That was not oh, a yeah. PI. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it was, it was back and forth. Oh, the one down the goal line. Yeah, that was bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great defense, but hey, it worked to our advantage. Right. So. That's true. It's so freaking annoying because it's like, okay, it did work at the end of the game. The day the Cowboys won that game, yeah. but it's like, okay, you go back to. There are so many other games where we constantly keep talking about refs and this is not well balanced and all that, and I just I really don't know how you fix it because if the Cowboys lost that game, I mean, how freaking upset would you oh, be yeah. today? Based on everything that happened, that was absolutely unfair and I mean, uncalled for. So, I mean, to that point, I mean, just what Woody was saying, that's when you're playmakers, right? And that's when you see the grit and the character of this team. When you got your dogs that show up, and Gregory, right, they get a, they get a, they get a call on Gregory or their lack thereof call, and he comes back the next play. He's like, all right, y'all ain't going to call this? All right, watch we watch this. Right, right? Right. He just, I'm just going to run through this dude's chest, right? That's, that's what he's talking about when he says the dog, yeah. right? He just turned it on. 
Right? You got Diggs up there, turn it on. You got other dudes out there, Cedric Wilson, turn it on. Right? Uh, Gifford, where the heck did Luke Gifford get from? Yeah. I, I'm, right, about, I'm about to make a play. I'm coming out the middle. I'm blocking. I don't know how he got through there, oh, but guess what? Play. I'm going to make a play. So that's how you overcome those things. There's going to be games where you're just not getting the call. Every single one of us who played have had those games. We're just like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, it's going to be one of those. Yeah. Right? And, then, and that's, when you're, that's when you have to look at your teammates and be like, all right, we, we just have to ball out. Yeah. We got to just make it so indisputable that these guys can't call anything, right? And that's what you saw happen yesterday. Guys took over the game. Playmakers stuck, uh, just stood up. And it wasn't always the guys that you always talk about that show up on our doggone highlights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Luke Gifford. Let's go ahead and give a shout-out to special teams because yeah. we have not been talking about special I would have never in a million teams. years, I would have never have thought the Cowboys would have blocked a punt yesterday. Really? Because when you look at – if just look at Bel- Belichick throughout the yeah. years, man. They always win that phase of the game. Yes, they do. And that's one part of the game that you know that, well, chalk it up. The Patriots are going to win a special time. And it was it was surprising that they got the block. But but not only that, but it was like back and forth. As far as special teams concern, was concerned, man, this one leveled out. This was an even matchup. Yeah, I, mean, I, start, I started laughing because I was like, a couple weeks ago when we went for the pump block, yeah. And we got oh, a yeah. penalty. Everybody was like, oh, how yeah. dare Fossil call yeah. that? I said, ain't nobody going to say that now. <laughs> right. Ain't nobody exactly. talking about that no. calling the punt yeah. block now. And, 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 you know, and because that happened, it's like, well, and, you know, everyone thinks this guy is kind of weird and he's, he's, he's out there and all that, talking about John Fossil. But their special teams, has they've played well. I mean, yeah. very quiet as it's kept. Their punter is is good. I mean, Brian right. Anger is a good punter. Mm-hmm. And I've said this before. And I said it on um, – I wrote an article, our five plays to remember – the overtime won the game. I mean, mm-hmm. when they lost the coin toss, I actually looked over at, at Rob and Dave and, and I said, "This is actually a good thing because you you get they'll get the ball. Mm-hmm. They're not going to go seventy again. He's already done it once this month. He ain't doing it again. So uh, you get the ball. I mean, they get the ball. You get the wind. They get a first down. They punted it. I mean, they're punting at the forty-six yard line. Mm-hmm. That should be a fair catch at the eight. Uh-huh. Pin them back. Got it to the twenty. It was the wind. Mm-hmm. So Cowboys come out at the 20. They're in great shape. Go 80 yards for the touchdown. I mean, that right there was, I thought, a huge play yeah. in the game because the wind, it wasn't It wasn't like you know a dust storm, but it was noticeable oh, it down there. It swirls in that it stadium. Swirls. For those that never played in there, they have one opening in that stadium. Yeah. That air comes in there, and it circulates, and it, it, it sometimes it exits, sometimes it just right. stays in that mm. joint. But it's tough. Yeah. Well, before we go on our final break, do you want to just go ahead and ask Darian again that question? Oh, well, what I was talking about, about facing good teams down the stretch, you know, they got 11 games to go. And so we still feel like this is relatively early in the year. As it stands right now, based off of what we think we know about the league, there are two teams on the schedule that you would call good. And one of them isn't actually playing well, but they're the Chiefs. Yep. And they got Mahomes and Andy Reid, and it's going to be a tough game. You know that's going to be a tough game. Yes. I think that we could call that that's a good football team. They've been in the Super Bowl two years in a row. Right. Arizona's undefeated. Mm-hmm. After that, who would you say is like, that's a good team? Well, I don't have the schedule in front of well, me. Well, I'm just saying, they. Oh, look I'll at, look at you. Isaiah. <laughs> Isaiah well, that's that quarterback mentality. But, uh, quarterback wide receiver. Yeah. But um, I, I'm not saying that they're, they, they're not going to get beat because look, they could got beaten yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I, I'm still looking at – if I'm just looking at the games right now, like the Broncos up until the last couple of games have played extremely well, right? 
Uh, and well, then I'm looking at the Vikings. They have to go, still have to go up to Minnesota to play to win that game, yeah, right? I, I'm not talking them. about the tough environments. I'm right. talking about our good teams. Because I don't think I think Minnesota's decent right now. They're three and three. They're but you decent. never know how things start to play I, out. I, I right? get it. Guys, just, teams I'm, get healthy. I know. You know? And I understand. I'm you not, can, you can so fight. you already. This is your problem, Nick. You already want to <laughs> overlook everyone. No, I'm not overlooking. Like, uh, this, no, this is not the SEC I'm not, I'm or, not overlooking. Or, or the Pac-12 or whatnot, where you have some. Why are you putting those two conferences in the same? Sentence. I'm sorry. Find the Vanderbilt right yeah, now. Okay. Find that Van that Lamar University. No, I just think that that every week's going to be a challenge. But still, because this is still a young team. Uh the other part of it is how long are the Cowboys going to stay healthy? They're at the quarterback position, the number one position mm-hmm. right now. We, we there's some question marks oh, right yeah. now, right? So I mean, I'm looking at the schedule. I could care less about who they have coming up, who might be a tough one. My concern was, can I stay healthy? Can we continue to get better? And can we win the East? That's That should be the goal. It's number one. But the, the, my point to that is, I'm not overlooking anything. My point is is that you know they're going to face some good teams and all that. They are the good team. Yeah, they are. They are yes. the good team. Yes. They, they are probably better than every one of those teams except for maybe Kansas City. We'll see about Arizona at the end of the year. I mean, but they're playing great right now. But I'm just saying, they are an elite team. And we kind of keep waiting for, well, when they come to town or when he comes to town, it's like, no, it's not. Yeah. They face the. Well, isn't that what? Isn't that what we want to see now? Of course. Like we've gotten to the point to where the expectations for the Cowboys were uh, early on. I was like, ah, I'm not sure. Now we're like, oh my God, this is like one of the best teams in the league. Now the expectation is, okay, I can't wait for Mahomes to come in to really test this team, yeah. right? So I mean, but I that's wait. that's when but you know so you have hard. something special. It's so hard to have that kind of mentality. Like yeah. even now, it's like, okay, I don't want to get too comfortable. I don't want to feel too confident because. Yeah. You've been hurt so many times as a fan yeah. watching these games that it, it, even now it's just a hesitation to be like, okay, is this is really happening? Yeah. This is really happening. Well, here's here's going to be the problem with the fans because they may they may drop one to someone, right? Maybe 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 they got to go to New York next time and New York yeah. thumps them, right? It's, it's a part of it. I remember being uh, we having a Super Bowl caliber team. The, I, I told you this before. The yeah. Los Angeles Rams back then, or the Los yeah. Angeles Rams came to town, and they had, I think they won two or three games that year. We were a Super Bowl caliber team. They came into Texas Texas Stadium and thumped us. Yeah, be like that. It's like that sometimes, what was man. The score? Oh, it was it was a close game. But they were just, they, they were terrible. Yeah. They yeah. were terrible. It's just sometimes, man, it's like they always say, any given Sunday, man, if you don't come up and you ain't on your toes, yeah. things happen. You know why they lost that game? Why? Charles Haley didn't play. Oh, did you? I don't remember that. He didn't That's play. the only one guy was out. Yeah, I mean, so. but but I mean, it was the, he was playing great that year, and then I think he he didn't play in that game or didn't play a lot in that game, and you know, he lost to Jim Everett and the Rams 27-23. Yeah, 27-23. I think I was at the game. I think I was at the game. Really? I was a young kid. But 95, <laughs> you went 12 and 4. 95, you went 12 and 4 uh-huh. and won, then won the Super Bowl. Lost to the uh, Redskins because that's what they were called. Uh, 4 and 12, they, they beat y'all twice. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you know, it happens in the NFC. It does. It man. happens. So, take I mean, take care of your business. Yeah. Take care of 
All right, well, let's take our final break. When we come back, we'll just keep this conversation going. But without Darren. Without Darren, because he got to bounce. <laughs> hey, Darren, we appreciate it, man. Well, thanks, Thank you man. so much. Appreciate that, so man. Much. Thank you, brother. Thanks I mean, for the invite. I mean, sitting there just waiting upstairs, just waiting on the call. Right. <laughs> just waiting on my call. Right. <laughs> so, that's why sitting there waiting on my call, well, man. One thing I like, know damn, about dude, you. Invite oh, yeah. your boy. I'm waiting on a call back. Yeah. <laughs> You don't even call back your own family. <laughs> Breaking up. All I'll right. see y'all. <laughs> Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Back to the break. Hey, Cowboy fans, be the first to receive new offers, event information, and more when you sign up to receive text messages from the team. Text Cowboys to NFLDAL at 635325 to receive 10% off your Pro Shop order. All right, welcome back to the break. Um, earlier on the show, we kind of talked about Dak's injury, and we're still kind of standby yeah. waiting on what's the status and update on that. But let's talk about Tyron Smith a little bit. I mean, he did return to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier on, he had been dealing with neck injury neck earlier in the, in the week. And then now we got the uh, – is it – It was the ankle. ankle, yeah. Air, yeah, because – so, yeah, I talked what, to him. I talked to him after the game. I, I I did think it was funny though. Did y'all see on one of the the field goals that Azura line was like a forty five yarder, and you know he's about to kick, and all of a sudden this guy, you see him running like in the end zone of like it's Tyron <laughs> Smith. He's just like running back onto the field. So um, that's so to not be overlooked. That's the the difference in culture. As we talk about, you know, Darren said this team wouldn't have won that game last yeah. year. It's so true, and, and when I use the term culture a lot because it's important. Last year, he probably would have just stayed out. You think? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Come back for what? Like, what am I missing out on? 
Right? I'm just I'm saying I'm, mm-hmm. I mean it doesn't sound good. I'm, I know it doesn't sound good, but I'm just being transparent with everybody. That was where, like, well, like what inter- was that? Uh, <clears throat> where were they at in that game, at that point when he got out? In the game? Yeah. I mean it was like third quarter, it was like 17, yeah. 14. I think the field goal made it 20 to 14. Yeah. But I'm just talking just to the fact that some guys get hurt. Everybody gets yeah, hurt, yeah. right? But when guys get injured, it's like if I can come back from it, Sometimes, depending on how the situation of the game is, a team guys are like, mm, "Yeah, I just rather not." And then there's then there's times where you have a team like this where you want to like, I don't, I'm missing something. Like, I don't, let me get back out there. Let me go help because I don't want to miss anything. I don't. I want to make sure I make a contribution to this team. And I think that that's what you're seeing with these guys. If guys can go, guys are guys are trying to hurry up and get back on the field. I like to respectfully disagree on mm, that okay. because of Tyron Smith. Well, I don't know him personally. He, I don't know him personally. Yeah. You know he battled. He last there. year, <laughs> last year exactly. It was week. I mean, he missed two games in a row. With he's had, he's battling with a neck injury. In week four, they're one and two. They go play Cleveland. He he said, "I'm I'm playing." Yeah. He plays, locks it down, probably grades out as good as anybody. Then has neck surgery and he's out. He he didn't play. I mean, he played great. Yeah. He probably felt like crap. Yeah. But he still gutted it up yeah. and and I. I, I agree with what you're saying. I think he's an exception to a rule. Gotcha. I don't really know if he's a human. I mean, yeah. I think he might be a robot. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. and I can't speak to him in particular. Yeah. But I'm talking yeah. about just in, just in general. But him, yeah, him. And he, but I, I, I get your point. Yeah. I mean, it's that whole. Remember Ricky Waters? There was that famous play when. Yeah. Why didn't you dive for the ball? And he said, "For who? For what? You know." And he said that it was his famous quote. But it's like that. It was like. For who? For what? What am I coming back for? What am I? Because this is what happens. People forget this stuff. People want to say you make millions. Everyone's a millionaire. To fans, everyone's a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Which they're up there, but they're you know, but but they they think hey, got to give it all out all the time. Even if you Ronnie Lott played with a broken or a finger got cut off, I get it. But you know what also happens when you go out there in a contract year and you play. Okay, but you're hurt, you're banged up, you don't look good. Mess up your future. Now you put bad tape out there, too. So now you're like, well, is this guy, is he really having it anymore? Is he retired? Is he still? So there's a lot of factors involved Mm -hmm. with playing with injuries and stuff like that. I I remember Demarcus Ware fought through a whole uh, season, and all of a sudden it was like, well, he's done. He's washed up. Look at him. Look at him on tape. When he was playing through stuff. I think he did okay in Denver, from what I remember. Got a ring. Well, I want to talk a little bit more about the defense in yeah. general, and you know, uh, pass defense, run defense, uh, a defense that's like bend don't break type of defense. Just want to get your overall thought and opinion so far with this kind of defense that we're seeing that Dan Quinn has been able to start converting and turning into something else a lot better than what we had last year. I like it. I mean, they are what I what I personally expected them to be, which is fast, physical team um, that's, you know, playing playing their roles and him he's putting his guys in position to be successful. I think yesterday we we faced what the probably are where we're probably our weak spot, right? And obviously we expect that out of New England, but they out physicaled us. Mm-hmm. In certain aspects of that game, and I think that any teams that have that type of personnel that can that can have that uh, that uh, that authority over us, I think they're going to definitely try to highlight that. They're definitely going to go back watch that film of circle that say we can out physical these guys up front. Obviously, we're we're not at full steam there. We're missing we're missing three dogs up there. We're missing Gallimore, missing D Law, and Hill hasn't came back yet either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we get stronger. But I think if there's one area where teams can really just just hand hand us the business, and I think is if just utilizing their pure size. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, because you have to give up something. We talked about yep. it two weeks ago with like Carolina. Their defense is super fast. Well, 
can if that's the case, can you just run them over? Yeah, you know, did. and, and yeah. then we did. So so you got to you got to play. You got to find you know ways yep. to do both. I, I think what's been so impressive is the fact that. You know, Micah Parsons can play so many different roles, but you got to remember to be able to do that means you got to be able to learn different yep. roles, and also it means other guys have got to switch too. And I, I think I think it's been a real impressive how they're utilizing uh, him. And you know, yesterday he, he, I did an interview with him after the game. He wasn't happy. Mm. Um, I, I think he feels like he needs to be making more plays, and and not like mad at the coaches or anything, just mad that he didn't play mm. uh, a, a better game. And so usually rookies, you know, you get excited, they, they get the win, it's a big win yeah uh, and he wasn't satisfied at all so i think it, it, it it'll be a good thing yeah for him you don't want to be that you don't want to be the guy on the outside you know looking in talking about i didn't make a play seemingly everybody else is making plays and you know from him all he's ever known is being right. being the guy you know even in college obviously he was the guy as soon as he came to the nfl what was he he's yeah. the guy right everybody's talking about all the plays he's making how versatile he is and then all of a sudden he has a game where yeah, I'm just sitting here watching everybody else make plays, you know? Well, well as, as long as you're not the guy that we're talking about in a bad way, like, oh, look mm-hmm. what he did, look at that missed tackle and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, at the, you're, but that speaks to his competitiveness. Like that. that yeah, speaks to his competitiveness, good. though, right? He, yeah. wants to, he wants to be the guy. He wants to have an impact. He wants to make a contribution to this team. And as in, when you're playing on a team, you want to make sure that you make a deposit, right? What did I do that helped, that assisted in us winning this game? Because if you're just out there just doing your assignment, doing your assignment, yeah. okay, I don't do anything really great. You feel, in your head, you're like they they're gonna bring ten guys out next mm-hmm. week to try out for this team. Right? They can just swap me out for one of these guys. Not to say that Parsons that guy, but that's just your that should be your mentality. So you want to always make sure that you have some form of an impact on the game. That coach can put the little laser on the screen and say, "Yeah, great job right here." Right. And if you feel like you walk away from a game and you didn't have that moment, yeah, it's gonna eat at you. That's good. We haven't always had that, yeah. you know. And I know that when we're talking talking about linebackers and people that are, you know what kind of mood that they're in after the game. I mean, we had, we had a guy here. I mean, it's no no mistake. I mean, Jalen Smith. People didn't like the way he carried himself, win or lose. Um, his perspective. I'll say this: his his perspective on life was different than than others because. He was laying face down and on the turf saying that you'll never be able to, to play again yeah. and, and you lost all this money. And he was able to get back and he used that perspective to get himself back. So I don't know. I mean, it always kind of went against them. I get it. And, I, and he was annoying at times when he did that. I get it. Um, I also saw a couple plays in the high, you know, up at the press box yesterday. Oh, look at him in space. Oh, look at him with the Packers. Uh, I saw memes going around now. I didn't see Leighton Vanderesh with that meme. Mm. I mean, Leighton Vanderesh made the exact same play or did not make the exact same play linebackers in space i mean when does it usually work for them you know what i mean not those kind of linebackers not those yeah not you're right not those that's a good way <laughs> those are not, in the box linebackers yeah. and it, clearly and he was out of the box and he yeah out of the play but i'm, I'm just saying it was funny how it was like going around like yeah, jalen sure. green bay and i'm like yeah. yeah you think people are saying did you see layton in in dallas I mean, it happens it happens to those yeah. guys well uh do we have to go? Are, yeah, let's. Do we still have time. So what? Okay, so tomorrow's the the, the official mm. m- media like uh, mashup here. We, we, not media mash, but uh, the, our what are we calling it? Podcast. Our podcast shuffle. shuffle. Uh, what, what are you on? Uh, you're usually on. Uh, I'm usually on talking, talking cowboys. Um, tomorrow? tomorrow I am with uh, Derek and um, yeah, I'm on the break with Derek and Jesse tomorrow. And maybe, and are you on tomorrow too? Amber? Yeah, Amber's on, I believe. You're on there? And Amber, you're on there too? Oh, okay. I'll well, that's what, yeah, it was on the list. It was on the list. I don't know. You might have I like it. I'll put it down on my schedule. Let's go. <laughs> you're recruited. There you yeah. go. That just happened. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be hanging with the boys. Oh, okay. With Barry Church okay. and uh, Shannon and, uh, and Kurt. 
Kurt Good. Daniels. So, so be, how we usually fun. do it during Dubai week, we mix up the mix podcast, up. the crew, and just uh, have a little fun. Yeah, yeah. During I've this never worked week. with Barry Church, so I'm yeah. excited about it. Just, so just remind him that I'm faster than him. Oh my! I'm not getting involved. Just remind in him. That. Just remind him. That's all I'm saying. I'm gonna take the Rob. Chris Phillips can play the, the clip on the show. <laughs> Rob Phillips is like, it's never <laughs> going to happen. So stop talking about it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. This has been The Break on DallasCowboys.com radio for... I always mess up the goodbyes. Radio. Radio. (laughs) But you say everyone's name. Mickey Man. Uh, Isaiah Stanback. Darren Woodson, who's no longer here right now. And then Amber Garcia. Sorry for this crappy ending, but this has been Cowboys Break on DallasCowboys.com radio. Radio. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?